0: Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. FBI releases official report about the Second Avenue Christmas Day bombing.
1: Plus, we talk with a special guest about an upcoming concert benefiting the redevelopment of Second Avenue. We'll
0: talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily.
1: So today, just pretend that we are uh, standing in the middle of 2nd Avenue because that is going to be the theme of today's podcast. So you can just close your eyes, unless you're driving, and just picture us there because that's what we're talking about today.
0: Uh, Three months ago, uh, to the date, was the bombing on Christmas Day that happened December 25th of 2020. And we are talking about all of that today. But last week, the FBI released their report of their thoughts about the entire situation. And we're going to read that report here quickly. Following the expo- explosion, the FBI worked closely with our law enforcement partners on a coordinated and comprehensive investigation. After recovering more than 3,000 pounds of evidence from the blast site, coming through more than 2,500 tips, and conducting more than 250 interviews, wow. the investigative team has reached the following conclusions.
1: the. Invest- investigation found that Anthony Warner of Antioch, Tennessee, acting alone, built and ultimately detonated the vehicle-borne improvised explosive device. His actions were determined not to be related to terrorism. The investigative team took diligent steps to determine the reason or reasons why Warner decided to construct and ultimately detonate his device in downtown Nashville on December 25, and. 20 the FBI's behavioral analysis unit based in Quantico Virginia further assisted the local investigative team in answering these questions i would have loved to meet them because i literally just finished like a month ago uh the show criminal minds i believe it was on CBS who uh who put this show together they had like 7 seasons and it ended terribly but the entire the show as a whole was was fantastic and really really fun to watch they must have changed writers in between the series there there's <laughs> there's definitely a chase this one of those it's one of those endings to a show where it's like Okay, that was way too cheesy. Like, such a cheesy ending. I hate that.
0: Was it one comprehensive story, or was it, like, numerous?
1: So every episode episodes? every episode had a different case or follow-up from previous case or something like that. The best episodes they did um, were about the individual characters and kind of the struggles that they faced. Uh, those were 100% their best episodes. They But they had very cool things, like one of the – uh characters ended up being a secret Interpol agent and uh was being hunted down by like mafia from other countries and everything. So they had some really, really cool uh uh things on the show. But anyway, I, I digress a little bit. Um so the the BAU, as they are called, at least in the television show, came down and assisted with uh the local investigative team in answering uh the question about Quinn. Based on
0: analysis of the information and evidence gathered through the investigation, the FBI assesses Warner's detonation of the improvised explosive device was an intentional act in an effort to end his own life, driven in part by a totality of life stressors, including paranoia, long-held individualized beliefs adopted from several eccentric conspiracy theories, and the
1: loss of stabilizing anchors and deteriorating interpersonal relationships. The FBI assesses Warner specifically chose... The location and timing of the bomb so that it would be impactful while still minimizing the likelihood of causing undue injury. The FBI's analysis did uh, not reveal indications of a broader ideological motive to use violence to bring about social or political change, nor does it reveal indications of a specific personal grievance focused on individuals or entities in and around the location of the explosive.
0: It is important to note that only Warner knows the real reason why he detonated this explosive device.
1: However, at this time, the FBI is confident based on evidence collected Warner's own writings and interviews with those who knew him best that the above assessment is accurate. So very interesting assessment by the FBI. I think that that last sentence is telling only Warner knows why. Why? Um, there's a lot of reasons uh, maybe it was because of this, that they could possibly rule out, but still not a hundred percent conclusive on the, why, why that location specifically, um, you know, what impact would that have for Warner? Why did he choose if he didn't want to hurt somebody, why not go into a a field? Right. So, uh, just a very, very interesting things. Um, maybe it was the list of people.
0: I uh, will never know off air. I talked to uh, Jeremy Abbott because he got into the tunnels uh, in downtown Nashville one time. And I asked, hey, man, did you see any lizard people in there? And he's like, no, I didn't see any lizard people. And he <laughs> laughed. So maybe it was the lizard people. We don't know. Uh, only the suspect who did it.
1: I know. And I knocked my microphone over. So if you hear me adjusting the microphone, that's what I'm doing. Um, Okay, so let's talk about uh, we've got a special guest coming up here in a few minutes to talk about an event that is going to be benefiting the reconstruction and the redevelopment of Second Avenue so that we can move forward. Um, And it is a, a nonprofit that's doing a lot of great stuff. But before we do, we need to talk about some local food or in in this case some local drinks uh Stuart and i had the opportunity to visit a place called kettner coffee i don't know it's kettner coffee supply or just kettner i think it's coffee supply yeah i think it's kettner coffee supply just off of gallatin it's kind of on your way to moss tacos yeah uh, which i went to recently we'll talk about that tomorrow i'm not gonna you're not gonna ruin it no not today um But uh, so you'll have to talk about Kettner. I will have to excuse myself for this because I I, I got coffee, but I could barely taste it. So I'm going to let you uh, give this start to do this one.
0: Well, the the first off, I I forgot my mask. And uh, I realized after this entire situation, it was in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yesterday was a weird day. So
1: you didn't wear a mask in? I didn't notice. I did. Oh, okay. I
0: used somebody else's mask. Uh, oh, that, we were, that we were meeting with because they just have extras in their car and mine was just in my pocket and I had no idea. Uh, but yesterday was a weird morning and I had this really weird dream uh, about me stealing milk from Walmart. And I'm just like, what is that? You don't even go shopping at Walmart. Shop at Walmart. Why am I stealing <laughs> 2% milk from Walmart? Uh, but that's I got funny. a small coffee and their coffee comes out steaming hot. And so every single time I get their coffee, I have to like remove the lid and let it air out for like five minutes before I have a sip of it. Was it good? It was delicious. Okay. It It was a great coffee. Um... I can't tell you the flavors like Aaron used to be able to, uh, Uh, but
1: it
0: it was still a really good coffee and I enjoyed it. (laughs)
1: Uh, All right. So, uh, you know, unfortunate news about the weather today. It is not going to be very good, but don't worry. We still have a tip for you with Explorers Nashville tip of the day.
0: explorers nashville tip of the day it's a great day to learn about the history of music and this is the history from detroit la nashville new york city and other places found throughout the united states and this is by visiting the musicians hall of fame
1: so they don't just limit it to nashville huh? they don't that's they, good. they also
0: have a grammy exhibit so you can learn how the grammys are made and how people are selected for the grammys okay uh, it's just a really unique museum that's located in downtown nashville do
1: they vote out of a hat like they pick a name out of a hat
0: probably like it's like, some ra- it's like a magician with a rabbit. Yeah. Uh, it's not this <laughs> it's rabbit, just one it's a, guy. It's another rabbit. Does all of it. <laughs> it may be a possibility.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but it's a cool
0: museum. Have you been personally?
1: No, I, I only went, uh, when we were, video, when we right? filmed right outside of it. Okay. I still haven't been in there yet. You, there's some there's some cool things that I remember you talking about that are in there well, the, that, that they, are, like, really worth seeing.
0: Yeah, the, the coolest thing is the Jimi Hendrix room. Yeah. And so they have the original stage that was on, in Printer's Alley where Jimi Hendrix would play. So that's really cool. Inside of Musicians Hall of Fame. Uh, there's also the Willie Nelson uh, recording truck studio thing. And so it was in this semi-truck, and it's just there now. You can go walk through this that's portable studio. That's really cool. Studio. Uh, So there's a lot of really unique things to see there.
1: Yeah, and talk about where it's located too because it's not in – you know, anywhere you might expect.
0: Yeah. So it's right off of gay street in downtown Nashville. It's like almost next to the Tennessee state Capitol. Yeah. Uh, for parking, I would recommend parking off of second Avenue, uh, in one of those premier lots or third Avenue. There's like three or four premier lots over there. So it's like maybe
1: a block walk. You may find some street parking. If you're lucky in that area, you could possibly
0: (laughs) it's, it's it's beneath municipal auditorium. Yeah. Uh, and municipal auditorium was the first air conditioned music venue in Nashville, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but, it's a really unique place and parking can be hit or miss over there. Uh, you could park for free. This is an insider step. You can park for free at Bicentennial Capitol mall state park for two hours and walk up to musicians hall of fame.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not that far. And if you park at uh, Bicentennial Capitol mall state park, you'll be very close to uh, our, our tip of the day where, where if you want to grab lunch again, it's going to be super rainy. So maybe walking's not the thing, but if you're in the area of bicentennial capital mall state park the nashville farmers market is very close to there and uh, this is just this is no ordinary farmers market if you've never been there are always vendors there Uh, obviously on the weekends it's going to be jam-packed with vendors for for a lot of local food Uh, but there's a lot of arts and crafts and and those kinds of vendors there um, around the clock flowers things like that Uh, but on the inside it is full of local nashville food from many many different cultures
0: yeah so you can get jamaican food barbecue coffee you can get uh these little like flatbread pizza things. They have this new, um, it's like called a bubble juice. I don't know if you've ever had bubble juice. I've heard of bubble Bubbles. tea. Yeah, it's a bubble tea place. Okay. Uh, maybe there's bubble juice. There's Chinese, <laughs> there's Mexican food. And so it's a super diverse place to go and eat. And the shopping for local farms and everything is super significant. Amanda and I, we're going to try uh, at least once a week shopping from a local farmer's market. Oh, dude, uh, gonna forward, be
1: That's, so. good, that's great.
0: Uh, and then we're going to grill it or cook it over the fire. It's going to be so much fun.
1: That's awesome. I love that. So uh, check out Musicians Hall of Fame and the Nashville Farmers Market. That is Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day.
0: Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily to get 10% off their next online order or in-person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to screenthreads.com. So
1: I I would highly encourage you, if you've not heard our coverage of the bombing, I would highly encourage you to uh, delve in the show notes today. You know, no matter what, I want you to, to take a look at our show notes today. We we will have several important links for you to to check out. Uh, but if you haven't heard our coverage of the Second Avenue bombing, we have several interviews that I believe is worth listening to. If you have not yet, with many of the uh, the business owners and residents of Second Avenue. To uh, to get a uh, a glimpse of their experience during that time of the bombing, some who were not there during the during the bombing during the actual explosion, and some who were there during the actual explosion, and to hear those accounts is very powerful. So take a look in the show notes for that. We also have some some important links in the show notes uh, having to do with an event that is happening tomorrow. On 2nd Avenue, actually kind of in 2nd Avenue, it's happening inside of Wild Horse Saloon that's going to be live-streamed across News Channel 5 and on uh, their website. This organization is 2nd Ave Strong, and we are joined by phone with Janet Kurtz from 2nd Avenue Strong. Janet Kurtz, thank you so much for coming on Nashville Daily today.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on today.
1: So we are very excited because there is a unique event uh, coming to downtown Nashville, which is a very exciting because Nashville is slowly getting on its feet with events after a, a rough 2020. Um, and you are, are, are talking with us today about the concert that is happening um, at Wild Horse Saloon. Uh, for 2nd Ave. Strong. So can you tell us a little bit about the organization and the event that is happening tomorrow?
2: Absolutely. So uh, it's interesting that we're talking today. This was exactly three months to the day that a bomb was detonated on 2nd Avenue on Christmas morning. And that bomb really severely damaged many our, our most historic district. So, 2nd Avenue is really our tie to the river. It's our tie to what made Nashville what it is today. And we actually have one of the longest rows of uh, Victorian-era warehouse buildings along 2nd Avenue, many of which were severely destroyed on Christmas morning. And so, quickly after that, um, stakeholders in 2nd Avenue, preservationists, um, neighbors of the area got together to create a fund called Second Ave Strong, and it was it's headed up by the District and Metro Historic Commission Foundation. And it was created to help restore and preserve Second Avenue after the bombing. The, the real goal here is to be able to do a couple different things. We have immediately, we needed to kind of shore up a lot of the buildings, secure them so that the there was not further damage or a weather event that might Further damage at any of the buildings, and in the long term, is really to go in with a vision to say, okay, you know, Second Avenue is great, we love it, but what can we really do to 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 take it further? How right. can we incorporate the riverfront? Uh, you know, wouldn't it be great to walk along the riverfront and have cafes outside that you could sit and, yeah, you know, watch people go by? Um, all of those things that that we haven't been able to do yet, we now have that opportunity to to look to the future.
1: That's incredible. I I like that. That's that's one of the things that I enjoy about other cities that I don't think Nashville has yet is that ability to, you know, not only like walk into all of the places of downtown, but, you know, enjoy the scenery around it as well. and. You know, Fifth and Broad is kind of a great start to that. We can kind of walk through that area, still be outside. Uh, there are yep. a lot of, there's a lot of outdoor seating at Fifth and Broad. I love the idea of being able to sit down and along Second Avenue and being able to eat at a local restaurant and also look at what's going on at the river. I think that's really cool. That's
2: right. That's that's exactly right. We're, we're calling it bringing me indoors outside. You know really bringing, tying that in. And this is still as much as it is for visitors, It's also a neighborhood, you know, um, I live one block off of second. I had some damage to my home too, but Mm. it was very minor compared to my friends on second. Right. Um, you know, so, so we're very much a neighborhood and we're a community and, and the idea of being able to stroll down the street and see your friends and maybe stop in for, for, you know, a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or something like that is really appealing. Um, so with that, we actually have this amazing event coming up tomorrow and it is a star-studded concert with people like Old Dominion, Ashley McBride, Scotty McCreary, Lee Bryce, all coming together to help raise money for Second Death Strong. Uh, they have you know, come together to, to create this beautiful concert. At the same time, mixed in with that, are great kind of behind the scenes but but really stories from stakeholders and, and people who have been involved with Second Avenue through the decades. That's cool. And I can tell you, oh, it's amazing. There there's a building that doesn't exist anymore that used to really kind of be this artist haven. It was called the Goodies Warehouse Building. And there are three and I lovingly say this, but three characters <laughs> who who were there in the seventies who who are are telling their stories from those days and they're just they're great they are such interesting people and you know it's hard to say which which part i think i'm gonna like better because it's just it's it's also amazing but but i think it's gonna be unique with these stories uh, of people who have lived and worked on second avenue
0: how can people watch this concert that's happening
2: That's a great question. So there are a couple different ways that people can watch the the concert. They can tune in to News Channel 5 Friday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. They'll be broadcast on News Channel 5. The second way is on secondavstrong.org. We will have a live stream right there on our website. Just click that button. And so... Certainly, that's people in Nashville, but but all over the country can actually watch this amazing event.
1: That's awesome. I love the partnership with with News Channel Five. I think that's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be huge. Um, and then also, I see you have uh, the the goal of two million dollars for second half strong, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, and I, I think talk about what. Uh, a lot of this is going to be how this is going to be helping the uh, residents and businesses of second Avenue in the recovery process.
2: Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, I hope people understand that there were on Christmas day, there were 41 businesses that were closed because of this bombing and over 200 residents that were displaced. And that's really, I mean, that's truly the number of a neighborhood right there. And so through this, you know, these funds are going to be able to come in and help get these buildings back to an off- historically authentic uh, restoration. So, you know, for instance, one of the things that we did was we um, brought in a conservation expert who, with his own two hands, went through bricks that had come off of the facade of one of the buildings. He tagged them, cataloged them, and now has stored them so that when that building owner is ready to go back in and restore the building, they can actually use the original materials from the 1870s and then, of course, match um, where there are places that those, those building materials were just there was no way to reuse them. They'll actually be able to use that. And that is such a, a wonderful thing to do. Um, The other thing is, again, like we talked about earlier, you're getting um, those, getting those businesses to be in a place where they can say, okay, how can we, if we had, you know, the opportunity to change how we want to do things and we wanted to put outside dining, you know, how can we do that? And this fund can help, uh, with that streetscape visioning, uh, can help with, Maybe, you know, whether or not this is not confirmed, but maybe it's something like extending the sidewalks to allow uh, for pedestrian right-of-way and for allowing uh, these restaurants to have the outside dining. So, you know, it really is, yeah, it's expanding their business opportunities and certainly um, giving so much more to the neighborhood than was already, which was already a great neighborhood before, but just adds more to that
0: how can people give financially to help these businesses that were impacted by the bombing?
2: So on secondabstrong.org, we have a button that says Donate, and that goes straight to our GoFundMe. And we certainly encourage people to to give there. We um, you know have have teams who have gotten together in their office buildings already to or through their companies already to help raise money for that. And so far, the fund has raised about $130,000. And so we're very, very excited about that. Um, we know there's more to come. So we just hope people will go to the website, learn more about the story, learn more about the people. We have a Faces of Second Avenue page that talks about some of the people who live and work there. We have a, an exciting one coming up this Friday. I hope people uh, check that out. But um, yeah, it's right there. If they could just go to that GoFundMe page and, and donate that, it's that
1: would be remarkable. I'm curious about, um, because it's, it's been a while since we've talked about, um, the, the Christmas bombing on our podcast, but I'm curious because you've been involved with a lot of these, these business owners. And so you, you get the feeling of, of the, of the spirits of everybody, um, around that area. What is the the general feeling? What are the spirits like for business owners, residents uh, on second Avenue, uh, maybe of this past week or month?
2: You know, it has been really a sense of hope and optimism. Um, we have been thrilled to see that the, the building owners themselves are at the table and they are at the table in a very, preservation friendly way. Um, The business owners that we have talked about have either said, you know, we've talked to our landlord, we're, we're, we're coming back. We're just, you know, we need to get to a point where we, we can get the building in shape to do that. Or people have said, you know, I've talked to our landlord as soon as, as soon as we can come back, we're definitely coming back. And then I do think it's important to note really that that was, specifically about the area called the Red Zone, which is from commerce to church. I think it's really important for people to know that from Broadway to commerce, 2nd Avenue is mostly open. We've got Distillery is open. Mike's Ice Cream Bowl is open, and if you haven't been there, it is phenomenal ice cream. Um, Wild Horse is set to open soon. I think April 1st is their open date. Uh, Doc Holidays is open. So, you know, any chance this is another way that that people can help any chance they have to come to second Avenue and visit those businesses today is a huge, it makes a huge impact on those businesses that are already open. And then ultimately um, how, how, how second Avenue will continue to grow.
0: Uh, I'm looking through the Instagram account right now for second Ave strong. uh, And you guys are providing a lot of historical photos and history topics on your Instagram. Can you talk about that for a second?
2: Absolutely. Um, So from a history standpoint, we have a a kind of a, I hate to say this, but treasure trove of information from the Metro Historic Commission who have provided us with great uh, historical photos. We also have friends who lived there in the 80s who, um, a photographer named Bob Schatz, who's given us some great uh, historical images. And, you know, those images really represent the the progression of Second Avenue. It, It really started in the 1870s when The riverfront was the center of commerce for Nashville. The steamboats would come up the river. They would unload on what's now First Avenue. It was Front Street. They would unload whatever they were selling into the basements of those buildings. There would be these big um, levers and these 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 kind of precursor to elevators going up to the, the first floor, which were then sold out on what was called Market Street, now Second Avenue. So those buildings have really been there forever. And this was the center of commerce for Nashville, really until about the 1950s, when we had sort of the suburban sprawl, the mauling of America, um, people started to move away from downtown area and downtown commerce. Um, but in the 70s, we started to see sort of a resurgent uh, downtown pioneers coming in and, you know, c- putting businesses back into the main floors then slowly we started to see the residents come in. So some of the buildings uh, started to convert into apartments. and then from apartments, they became condos. And so you know by the, by the mid 90s you really started to see this, this great renaissance of Second Avenue, the melting Pot moved in in 1994. the Getty Factory came in. Um, so these great national brands um, started to show up on Second Avenue. And really, when by about the late 90s, Second Avenue was really the place that locals and visitors would go downtown. I mean, Broadway was certainly there. It just wasn't what it is today. Uh, Second Avenue was really the center of entertainment. And I think, you know, you have this great opportunity, again, with this, this, the vision that people have for Second Avenue. There's some great opportunities to make this sort of a, a mix for locals and and visitors alike on second Avenue that really makes it unique to the Broadway experience.
1: Yeah. I definitely think the, the, the possibilities are endless for what can happen with second Avenue. Janet, we are are very much looking forward to tuning in, Uh, tomorrow night to watch this. You have a a fantastic lineup of artists and I I think no doubt it's going to be a night to remember. So uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving us these details. Thank you for all you're doing with second Ave strong. And uh, we, we look forward to the event. Best of luck with everything.
2: All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: And that was Janet Kurtz on the line talking about the amazing concert that is going to be taking place tomorrow night. Make sure you tune in. Also, like I said, the show notes are very important for us today. Uh, so take a look at that GoFundMe if you just want to donate a few dollars down in the links. So go check out. And they're on Second Ave Strong on Instagram, secondavstrong.org online as well. All right, our local artist of the day is a band called Beyond. Here And we're going to be playing their song, Fake It Till You Miss It. I had to do a double take. I was
0: like, <laughs> fake it until you, oh, miss it. Oh, fake, that's a really fake, cool
1: name. Exactly. <laughs> fake It Until You Miss It. You can find their Spotify links in the show notes. You can also find their website in there as well. If you want to listen to a lot of new nashville local artists and even local artists here who've been here for a while we have over 12 hours of local artists that have been featured here on the podcast all you have to do is go to spotify type in nashville daily artists of the day it's in the show notes if you want a little shortcut to that link as well a little bit about beyond here they've spent six years in nashville and they have some favorite restaurants that uh looks like a good east nashville selection here
0: yeah, so the first one is Crying Wolf, which is right off of it's like near Main Street. It's off of Woodland. Woodland. Yeah, so it's like
1: right in between those two streets. And uh, I've heard I've heard amazing things about their burgers. I've and, I've and only I've only like gone there for drinks, and they have uh, their some cocktails. Cool shows too, are they? I've yeah. never had their cocktails either.
0: But speaking of burgers, uh, Dinos in East Nashville, one of the best burger restaurants in East Nashville, and then another restaurant in Hermitage called Nadine's, and this looks like a New York style
1: diner with really great prices on their food. All right, here is Beyond Here with Fake It Till You Miss It. beyond here with fake it till you miss it they have an incredible sound and we are looking forward to tomorrow's episode we're talking about like weird maps and statistics on maps so like only maps that like somebody who's probably not in the government would make because like they're so out there Uh, some of them some some (laughs) of them
0: are probably government data but some of them are probably so out there
1: all right awesome we will see you guys tomorrow with that episode
0: Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life.
1: You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.